0: Good evening, good and tucked is all I know, which I think is good night.
1: Anyway, welcome to the South Road Boys. Is that like as in Silence of the Lambs? Are you tucked? No, no. I'm not I'm not doing the mangina. No, not doing I I don't know why I have to wiggle in the seat for that. Yeah, you did have a little yeah. bit of wiggle. Hmm. Hmm. That's... wiggle it just, just a little, little bit. I'll see you
0: as it grew.
1: <laughs> wiggle tuck, wiggle tuck.
0: That's the dance that you probably don't really want to see. The wiggle-tuck dance. The wiggle-tuck dance. <laughs> when you wave it all around and <laughs> you tuck it down between. It's probably something you'd see. Put it all away and it'll never
1: be seen.
0: <laughs> it's probably something you'd see at Burning Man. <laughs> oh, you'd see anything there. I think you would, mm. yes. Um, which I think is on at the moment. Or has yeah, I been. believe so. Yes. There was
1: some, I did see some weird headline the other day about someone dying or someone going missing or someone on fire, I don't
0: know. Well, I think when you've got a hedonistic celebration of people who just take a shit ton of drugs. There's a little bit. Yes, I think there is. I think there's quite a lot of nudity.
1: There does seem to be a lot of nudity.
0: And I don't think there are, I think the only rules that they have are to do with the environment. Leave the (laughs) desert as you found it.
1: Yep. Go do what you want to do. Um, It comes with a A warning rating. Yeah. (laughs) You know, parents be known. Yeah, I don't
0: think think, um, Burning Man's G-rated, but I think there's lots of kids that go anyway.
1: Maybe we could start up our own version here at home, call it Burning Man. Burning Man? (laughs) (laughs) Just get a paddock up the back in the bush somewhere. Yola. Yeah, put on a band.
0: Or you playing guitar, four chords.
1: We could do that. I've got the dig. (laughs) That could be one of our first gigs. Why wouldn't it be? Fantastic. The Burning Man. Burning Man.
0: Ah. There's not many places on the planet that could actually have it. That's something. Do you know what it reminds me of? It's something that I I could see. Um, oh, not the what well, wasn't wasn't the big gig, uh, the late show, like the Degeneration Late Show. Or oh, going back, what's
1: that late 80s yeah, early 90s? So, because
0: I remember when, I think we spoke about it on oh many episodes many episodes ago when the LBGTIQP plus community were vying for. Uh, Equal rights here in Tasmania, Mm -hmm. and one of the strongholds of the anti-gay lobby was Olverston. And I didn't register at the time that that's what was going on. I didn't pick up in the news that that was something that was going around. But I did remember watching The Late Show doing a parody of the Olverston gay and lesbian Mardi Gras. (laughs) Okay. And it actually has, you know how you go... Um, into Elvis over the bridge, turn left at the roundabout and then you go down towards where Pedro's and stuff like yes. that is. Well, they had a car coming the other way which was a clapped out old ute and had a guy in full on S&M leather with a, 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 <laughs> a rainbow flag going, Woo! <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Um and I just I can imagine that our Burning Man <laughs> would be that version of the Burning Man. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: probably not going to be as cool as what Burning Man is. Yet. Yeah, but it takes time. Yeah, Burning Man didn't start up like wasn't cool instantly. No, Burning Man's been going for a
0: few decades as well. Yeah, it wasn't fucking Woodstock straight up. Exactly. It, that
1: takes time. It takes time. You got to put in. Burning Man could be huge. Massive. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that on. <laughs> Fuck you, Devonport.
0: What are we going to st- Set on fire. Are we going We'd have to set something on fire. It's Tassie.
1: Oh, definitely. Wouldn't, wouldn't be what? that hard. Well... Maybe we, we could have it down at the chip. We can't do it in summer then. No. Because there'd be fire restrictions. Yeah, because you've got to be watching out for that. Yeah, so we'd have to do it probably... Maybe spring? Like now. Now would be a good time.
0: Yeah, late August, early...
1: September s- oh. Bernie Man. September Bernie Man. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you could run it at the end
0: of September to coincide with the Bernie 10. Oh. Maybe.
1: The Bernie... 10 ends at the Burning Man. Or the Bernie 10 starts at the Burning Man. Yes, and you never make the end and you you basically run nude from there.
0: I guarantee you there's at least a few people who'd be into that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can guarantee it would not be you or I. No,
0: no, no, definitely not. And for those roadies who are playing at home, um the Bernie 10, where Troy and I are currently located. In the tropical island paradise of Tasmania. <coughs>
1: tropical. Subtropical.
0: Yes. Mm. Um, there is a fun run. And once it's not again, a fun run.
1: Well, it's a 10K it's, run.
0: It's a 10K run, but they classify it as a bit of a... It's ocean. actually one of the richest races
1: in Australia. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't fucking win it. Bernie's done well. Bernie's got one of the richest road races in yes. Australia. And also the, the second biggest tennis prize. Yes. With the um, Bernie International, whatever it's called, yes. outside the Australian Open. And I think also the the, the the Bernie gift,
0: which is the running race, is only second or third to stall. There you go. Which so, is amateur running. So, fucking if you- Suddenly, the Bernie man could be huge. Massive. So, if you are an athlete, you've got Bernie as your number one hotspot, I suppose, for activity. An athlete. Well, I got- because I know some of them? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know any. Okay. Um, but I remember, I did the Bernie 10 one. Have you run the Bernie 10? I've done the Bernie 10 about four times. Why?
1: Because I enjoyed it. It was great.
0: Yeah, but I understand the first time, because I've done it once. But why did you do it that's three big, more times? It's just a challenge. It is. It was funny, though, because when I did the Bernie 10, it was probably 15 years ago. And I decided, because obviously I was born with a heart condition and all that kind of stuff. I was you still born
1: with a lot of conditions. born with yeah, a lot of like, conditions. Mm.
0: Still on the darts. It <laughs> was probably even more than 15 years ago, almost 20 years ago. And I said, right, I'm going to run the Bernie 10. And I, I must have been down from Melbourne in Tassie over that weekend. And as all athletes do, you just rock up on the day. Just know, don't worry about training. <laughs> it's 10Ks. How hard can it be? Training. So here I am on the start line of the Bernie 10 having a dart. <laughs> got the number on. Got the little, the little sensor that shows yep. you when you go over the start Looks line. Looks good. And I, I was off. Like, not the clappers is probably a bit of an exaggeration. You were confident though, weren't you? I thought, you know what? I'm going to finish, probably top, top ten. That's that's what top modest. ten. Okay. <laughs> now right. it's beside the point that you know people like Steve Monagetti and Robert Di Costello have <laughs> struggled to get in the top ten for this particular race. But I thought I was within the shot. Now I thought I would probably. You know what, Joe? What when you grow up, mm. you can be anything. You can. <laughs> I just wanted to be in the top fifty yep. percent.
1: You wanted to impress yourself, and I or was there a
0: girl. No, oh, no, I had the girl. Right,
1: you had the girl uh, already, right. So it wasn't that long ago. I've been married 23 years, mate. Yeah, I know, but it wasn't. That's when I'm trying to get the scale.
0: Yeah, and mm. she's never really been overly impressed. <laughs> so me collapsing in a pool of vomit and sweat going, <laughs> um, was probably not going to impress Someone her help
1: the pasty red headed guy.
0: So anyway, my sister, Jen, was a carer, and she looked after a group home. And in this group home were a lot of... Uh, physically disabled people and that's why they needed a carer to come in uh and there was this one girl in there called tammy and now tammy was had cerebral palsy so she was confined to all her mobility was via a wheelchair mm-hmm. which was electronic wheelchair she could control it herself um and she didn't have a great vocabulary that was just part of the cerebral palsy um but she had a few words and she could make sounds that sounded like words if you spent time with her you'd know what it was. um Anyway, so we got to around about the halfway point, so the five k mark, and all of a sudden I hear this. Now, Tommy, to put this in perspective, with the cerebral palsy, couldn't drive in a straight line. <laughs> okay, so it was v v v v v correct. V v v v v correct. But this this particular um, wheelchair did ten k an hour. Right now, I already hit blisters by the time I was at the 5k mark because <laughs> I had I think I was wearing blunnies. <laughs> You're a smart athlete, I know, I really was. Yep. And she was thongs, and all I heard was Kenjo hey, <laughs> as Tammy went past. I went, Fuck you, Tammy. She went, <laughs> she went
1: <"Hey>, Joe!
0: <laughs> So that was my slow inspiration. down, put
1: the pause in, cerebral <laughs> <a> pausing. <Exactly.
0: laughs> <laughs> so that was my inspiration. All I needed to do was catch up and keep. Pace with sorry the girl sorry. in an electronic See, wheelchair with cerebral palsy. All you wanted
1: to do was beat the was cerebral beat palsy. Someone with cerebral palsy. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a kind, beautiful story.
0: <laughs> it shows the, the darker side of me, I suppose. Fast forward to the ten k mark. No, fast forward to about the eight k mark. Okay. There's Tammy off in the distance. She's left <laughs> me. I am but to a walk. I am. <laughs> I am a broken shell of a man. She won. I, Oh, she definitely beat me, there's no question about it. I think Tammy came in at around about 50 minutes. Like, So she did really well because she was doing yep. 10K an hour. So, yeah, actually, she no, she must have been doing more than 10K an hour because obviously that she came in 50 minutes. Idea. Yeah. Um, so be, mm. I think 12K is probably what she was doing. Anyway, so what was the wonderful thing was I was just on the one-hour mark. And as I'm going up the home stretch, so everyone lines up and watches everyone go over the home stretch. So- by this time, half of the people who are watching have gone home, and everybody else is not interested because this is the also rans But my friend Chris, who you know, was on the mic.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, this would be lynchy. Mr. Lynch. Chris. Nice.
0: And I got brought home like Tiger Dowling was calling the Bernie gift when, um, you know, when someone was winning a, a race. It was just, I got called in for the last 100 metres. Ladies and gentlemen, can you <laughs> believe the guts of this guy? Go, you good thing. Um, but I crossed the line and I did finish the Bernie 10. Well done. So I was very that proud of That in itself myself. was a fair effort. I thought so. Yeah.
1: With zero prep. Like, less than zero prep. You mm. would have been a feather of a man too back oh, A wafer of a man. <laughs> it's a wafer. A wafer. <laughs> oh. Oh,
0: so that was my Bernie 10 story. Yes, but there Bernie Man running that... In conjunction with it, I think we'll at least get some international appeal.
1: The only catch, yeah, because we're looking at running the burn. Well, as I've already organised it, well, it's pretty much done. Looking at running holding boys. yes the Bernie Man mm. in a paddock somewhere up the back of Bernie. yeah. Which means if we run the normal Bernie Ten style race, there's a lot of uphill to get back. So we I, may not be able to finish where we start.
0: I reckon. I don't think. You, I don't
1: think you combine it with the race because I think the
0: separate event. I think it's an after party. Okay. So you go out, oh. you, you do the Bernie 10, which I think starts at 10 in the morning, you know, or something like that. <laughs> Everyone finishes. And then yep. what do you do? Go to the Bernie Man.
1: Go to the Bernie
0: after Man. After party.
1: Fantastic.
0: We could host, South Road Boys could host the Bernie 10, Bernie Man
1: party. Yeah, and you can do drugs after the race. Oh, why not? Nothing you one's can't do it before afterward. the race. No. no, but after. Whatever. Fucking she's open slather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> making it a rain.
0: Yeah. And all we have to do is find something that's iconic that we can set on fire. True. We could, we, we could probably get a penguin. Oh,
1: like, I but don't think you can say that. No. There's been a lot of mauling of penguins lately by dogs. And oh, it has. Yeah, yeah no, that's not cool. Yeah, that's, that's a bit top of mind at the moment.
0: No, but I'm talking, it's obviously a carved thing. It's not, not a real penguin. No, <laughs> could you imagine how long that'd take? <laughs> Three seconds, whoosh, <laughs> done.
1: Uh, we call it the coastal roast. <laughs> the coastal roast. Yeah, spit penguin. <laughs> <laughs> mm,
0: nice. I don't know. What would, yeah, you'd have, to, you'd have to set fire to something. There's
1: worry. Yeah, I don't you know. can
0: see all the way along the coast. Well,
1: maybe, mm. maybe we do actually set fire to the wood pile. I think that's It a is go. a true Bernie man. And you could see that from space. You could. Like, if you yep. set fire to that wood
0: chip pile, which I think yeah. is, you know, tons and tons and uh, tons of wood chips. The best thing is, yep. we
1: won't have to actually set fire to anything else next year. It'll still be burning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then what we could do is we could host the world's biggest smoked barbecue thing. Oh, Because you've got the roasted wood chips.
1: Yeah. Fucking that'd be great. What we could do is probably fish out a few whales. Mm-hmm. Have some tasty
0: whale ribs. Mm-hmm. And for the vegetarians, kale. So you can have kale
1: and the whale. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, a bit of seaweed. A bit of roasted seaweed. Perfect. That could be go. Oh, Goal. Just writes itself, doesn't it? I can't believe that Bernie hasn't, hasn't thought of this first. Event. Yeah, <laughs> Bernie Man. The Bernie Man. I'm in. Yep. I am in. South Road Boys always coming up with the great
0: ideas. Yep. There's no off switch on the genius button. <laughs> <laughs> Guess not. Now, what's been going on in your world? Um,
1: did you hear the sad news?
0: I've heard some sad news. What sad news are you talking about? The sad news about our heart.
1: Our heart? Our Kevin Hart. Yes. Had a car accident. Had a bit of a bingle, a bit he of touch did. parking. I actually was worried right when I saw this because I saw something come up and I thought, shit. Not on tell- the Deadpool list. Don't tell me. No, <laughs> one, not on the Deadpool list, so that didn't bother me. No. But um, old mate wasn't driving. Thankfully. So it was one of his cars. Yes. It was a passenger. Classic car, by uh, the way. It, yeah, it was. It was a, a Plymouth... Barracuda. Mm. Very similar. I don't know what the fuck a Barracuda looks like other than the fish.
0: Uh, you probably, if you imagine a late 70s, non-Monaro, maybe like a Dodge.
1: Okay. Dodge Challenger, so Dodge a pr- a Charger. Pretty, pretty sexy looking beast. Oh,
0: fucking sexy. Like, yeah. and big. Like mm. a massive V8. Beautiful looking car.
1: Yeah. So this, um, whoever's driving, which is his friend... Mm. And a, uh, a crash course in the Barracuda. Oh, nice. I see what you did there. Uh, Come around the corner, lost control, swerved off uh, Mulholland Highway Yes, in the Malibu Hills. The beautiful Malibu Hills. We love the Malibu Hills here at the South Road Boys. <laughs> Maholland Drive. <even>. Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, it says Maholland Highway, but obviously Mulholland Drive. I mean, yeah. that's what we know, isn't it? That's what's on TV. Yeah, I mean, that was the movie. It is. Yeah, so that's what we know. And I uh, went through a wooden fence, plunged down a galley. He couldn't pick it? It was about 1 a.m., though, so it was late. Apparently, it was... No, I couldn't pick it. There was no alcohol involved, apparently. No drugs. Okay. It was just, I Speed. reckon, old mates coming in the corner a bit quick. Well, he's got a V8 under him. Yeah, thought yeah. I was just going to bang this Barracuda. Giving it a squirt. Yep, and, uh, and gone. Now, the car didn't look good. Fuck, it is a convertible now. Oh, well, it was a convertible, I think, before. Yeah,
0: but like... But now, it's fully converted. He, Kevin Hart <laughs> is lucky that he is a jockey. Because quite frankly, if he had been over five foot two, he would have been decapitated. He's a small man. He is a little He's fella. like a Lego man. I'm, I reckon he could probably get a run in Flemington in November. Like he's...
1: <laughs> You're probably right, actually. Except he wouldn't be skinny enough. Not that he's a fat man, but he's a, he's a normal build of a guy. Yeah, he's not 48 kilos stripped and wet. Oh, he's a tiny man. But here's a funny thing, because there's always something funny about road accidents. Isn't there a... Yeah. I tell you what, mind you, Kevin's going, you know what, this is shit now
0: but I've got 12 months to get comedy out of this. Oh, yeah. This is a Netflix no special called Barracuda.
1: So, authorities confirmed that while the car belonged to Hart, he wasn't driving. Mm-hmm. Both he and the driver, his friend Jared Black, <laughs> hit a black spot, Race. obviously. racist much? Yeah. Um, <laughs> little, suffered major back injuries. Mm. So, I think it's got a bit of a knock to the head. Major back injuries. Now,
0: the cars that were made in that day weren't known for their safety.
1: Oh, not like what you've got now. No, there would... There wouldn't have been airbags in the thing. New... No. this is Dukes of Hazzard era. And they may not even have <laughs> ever had seatbelts. Oh, they'd have to have seatbelts, surely. No,
0: no, no. I think 1962 mm, was when know. they became compulsory in Australia.
1: Yeah. So there was no alcohol. Uh, the third passenger, who was a woman, not mentioned by name. Yeah. Oh, look, there's a conspiracy <laughs> theory there somewhere. Didn't require hospital treatment at all. Oh. Right. But the other two, major... Back injuries. This is where it gets funny. <laughs> right? Yeah. According to witnesses, mm. Hart was the first person out of the wrecked vehicle, right? Right. And he was picked up by a member of his security squad, his team. Right. And taken home to get medical attention. And he was eventually taken to hospital and treated.
0: Fuck, you, you know- now,
1: what are you going to say? <laughs> you know you're well off when you're
0: one- Followed by a security team. Yep. And they believe the best course of action, take you home. Yeah.
1: Here's the thing. I go back up further in the article. It says major back injuries. Major. Now, if you've got a major back injury. To your boss. Your security dude is just picking you up, taking you home. Then when you get home, you say, oh, better call a doctor. Yeah. That's not a major back injury. No. That's, I've been a bit bingled. I've been a little bit hurt, maybe. Yeah, a bit ouchy. Yeah. A major back injury is we're going to wait for the fucking ambulance. Yeah. Because you're in shit.
0: You're in lots of it. You've got no C1 to C5. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: can see the bones protruding out through the skin where you can't see out of your back because it's a major back injury. I can see your back. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought, really? Like, have we really just plugged it up a little bit further than what it was? He's very lucky, obviously, not to be severely injured. Or deaded. Or deaded. But if it's a major back injury, you're not just getting picked up by your crew and taken home.
0: You never know. Maybe maybe he's got a personal physician at home all the time. I don't know.
1: Either that or there was
0: something they'll try and hide. Conspiracy theory. Well, this is the thing. We don't know the yeah, name well, of I the woman. Yeah, why would we take him home first? Yeah. What was, it? What, was it? what was the one that was caught with Hugh Grant? Someone brown?
1: <laughs> Once again, a bit racist. Yeah, well, no, that was a last name. <laughs> well, Black was his last name. He yeah. called that racist. It could have been. Yeah, there you go. So, look, he was a very lucky man. The car was trashed. Mm, Jump really online, was. check that out. He, it's pretty good. It's but, good. Um, It's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Speaking of freeways, quick one: the Monash Freeway. There was a uh, a truck full of wine caught fire this morning. Oh shit! Yeah. Flombe on the many freeway. Many cases of <laughs> hundreds of bottles. Yes. All gone on the Monash. Oh, I remember the time where there was hence a the reason why I'm having a bottle of wine while this podcast is happening tonight. It's yeah. a nod to the loss of our friends,
0: lest we forget. <laughs> <laughs> just tips them out on the ground. I remember the day that I uh, drove past and saw a Coca-Cola truck rolled over on the freeway
1: and it was just coke strewn everywhere and you would have cried. I wept a little bit. Just a little bit. Because you love Coke now. Oh you coke. adored Coke back then. Oh fuck, it was so <laughs> it, it was, was so, your drug. That oh, was your speed. That was your cocaine. My methamphetamine. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was not breaking bad, I was breaking cola. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were so bad that if there wasn't much coke around mm. and some do come in you just his knob in a glass of coke and then drink oh, the it? rest of it. You'd be like, Okay, I need the coke, I'm gonna do it. What am I gonna do? Yep. I got no choices here. <laughs> I'm out of options. <laughs> yes. What else are you gonna do?
0: <laughs> I'm a cock smoker. <laughs> or coke smoker. <laughs> <as> <laughs> it for that coke.
1: Me and my coke. I oh, love it. You just you were you actually were addicted. I reckon
0: I worked it out one time and this probably is not good. <laughs> um, so I would have a glass. This is when I was drinking glasses and cans. Yeah. So glass of coke in the morning before I left for work. I was working. It's well, the... like smoking heroin and injecting it. Correct. Like
1: you know, you're not scared either way. It's fine. Exactly. Whatever. So you're... I was
0: walk. I was working in a call center. This is late teens, early twenties. Glass of coke in the morning with your breakfast. Walk down to the tram stop with a dart, and then before you go into the office, grab a coke. Have that. Got your first 15-minute break, go for a dart, grab a grab a Coke. Yep. That's fine. Lunchtime, once again, have a Coke with your lunch. Definitely. And then grab another one at the end of lunch to take back upstairs of course. with you. Why wouldn't you? So that's fine. And then after that, you have Is your that last- four so far? Uh, glass of Coke and then one, two, three. Yeah, four cans. Four, yep. And then the fifth can to come on the last break, mm-hmm. you grab one of oh, those. You need that to keep going. Just to get you through. Yeah. Just to get you through. You can't
1: come down there. Yep. Keep going, man.
0: And so you're up to five there. Five, yep. Now, I would refrain from buying a Coke for the trip home. Well, it's because you're
1: sensible. Exactly. I was making healthy choices, yep.
0: right? <laughs> Um, And then at home, I would finish a 1.25 or two litre Coke. Oh, easily. Easy. You know why? Because it's right
1: there. Just there. If it's there, you've got to
0: have it. But I was having it classy. I was having it in a glass. <laughs> I mean, sure, it was a glass from McDonald's, but, you know... It's a lot of cake, isn't it? Fucking earth it was. Mind you, I wasn't eating. Like, that was it. That was the only thing that was sustaining life. Well, the thing is, liquid will fill you up. It will, and if you have enough of it, and it's packed full of sugar.
1: Mm-hmm. There is a little bit. It just a yeah. of
0: it. <laughs> um, so, certainly wasn't making probably the best health choices. Um, but And it was so funny because it was the amount of people who believe that for whatever reason... They are in a place that goes, do you know? Do you know, Troy, that Coke has sugar in it? Do you know that cigarettes are bad for you? I'd have people say that to me. And depending on who they were, <laughs> they'd get a varying level of response. <laughs> um, And... Especially if it was a stranger. Like, if it was someone you knew, you'd kind of go, fucking, I don't need to hear this from you. Go away. Yeah, fuck off. I'm grown up. I'm you making told me my last choices. Week. Exactly. Mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, you'd be having a dud outside, and a complete stranger would walk past and go, they're not good for you, you know? And my response would always be, you what? <laughs> what do you mean they're not good for me? Are you saying cigarettes aren't good for me? No way, I'm going to stop right now. Thank you for saving my life.
1: (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Because this is true. It's not the 70s anymore. We know they're not good for us. No, I mean, but the thing is, in the sixties, fifties, sixties, and seventies, smoking was great. It was healthy. Was well, the doctors would smoke?
0: Nine out of ten doctors in would the recommend surgery. exactly. <laughs> Which is one of the reasons why I think we both like the doctor on Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> the
1: person who chain smokes the most yeah. is the doctor. For those who don't know, I don't know whether we mentioned this, but one of our routines when we record this on a Monday, yes, is that we finish the podcast, we mm-hmm. have some fun, and then we have a bit of boy sci fi time. Yes, sit back on the on the lounge. And we watched a couple episodes of Battlestar Galactica. Now, we're not talking 1980s Battlestar Galactica.
0: Which we both would still do. Oh, definitely.
1: (laughs) Uh, We're talking the reboot, the remake, the... 2001. I don't know. What else you'd call it? The Reimagining? Yeah, Yeah, probably. Reimagining. And we've been watching that, and we're nearly to the end of season two. So we've got a couple of seasons to go. Yeah, it's Um,
0: very, very good.
1: It just is. Um, For those who haven't seen it, it's worth watching.
0: Absolutely. And if you are going to do that... You can do what I've been doing and listen to the compendium podcast.
1: <laughs> like, do you like God, that? God, this sounds so nerdy. I just asked, I listen to a compendium podcast. I'm like just watching the sci-fi. I listen to the podcast. It goes with the sci-fi, too. <laughs> so. But it's not, in, <laughs> it's not fully endorsed, but I still like It's bootleg, <laughs> bootleg podcast.
0: No, Mark Bernardin, who, sort of go. Yeah. Mark Bernardin, who's an ex-journo. I think he, for the New York Times, he was a journalist. He was... A journalist for Playboy, he was a journalist for a couple of other things, um, quite well known and he's a writer. He wrote on, what was the show, the Stephen King one that they did, the Chronicle, the different one, the Dark Tower? No. Um, what do you mean is in the show? Um, no, there's a TV show that's been made just recently. Uh, it might have been uh, Castle Rock. Castle Rock. He was a writer on Castle Rock. Okay. He wrote an episode of Castle Rock. So he's up there then. Fucking oath he is. Um, so he made the move from New York where he was a journo and decided he wanted to do creative writing. And so he moved to Los Angeles, I think five years ago, eight Mm -hmm. years ago, whatever. And so he's been doing that, but he's always been a lifelong nerd, always loved pop culture and has written about nerd life and pop culture ever since. Um, and then one of the actresses who plays Six, one of the Cylons, um, she also is, um, Uh, the other person on the podcast. And they have had directors, they have had other actors, they've had people not even involved in the show, and they just basically
1: watch the show and give their commentary. And this is a new podcast as well, isn't it? Brand new. There's, this isn't I, something that was done like years ago. This is right now. If you were to listen to it now, you would only be
0: halfway through season two. Yeah.
1: So it's really cool that I think – that they believe yeah. there's such a fanfare out there for the show that oh, they can yeah. do this now and still get a high listener rate, and obviously they are.
0: Oh, absolutely. and Well, they're sponsored by Sci-Fi Wire, so that's yep. obviously the people that's who a are a showing it. or a – might make just been so. online
1: scenario these days. Not
0: sure. Anyway, so they're getting they're getting proper sponsorship. Yeah. Oh, um, and, and the person who wrote the music, um, Bear, whatever his name is, Bear McCready? McCruddy?
1: Bear Grylls. <laughs>
0: Bear Grylls. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking his own piss. Yes. Um, Kicking back on a violin. <laughs> they asked him whether or not he had, because obviously they can't use the exact music from the show, but they said, oh, look, do you have anything lying around? And he's gone, actually, oh, I don't really, you know what? Oh, fuck. I'll just write you something. So he wrote them their theme song. Yep, just like that, and it just sounds like it's off the show. Um, it's really cool. So if you get it, if you're going to do bit, do, do what Troy and I are doing. Listen to the South Road Boys. Pop out a couple of episodes of Battlestar Galactica with the um, new theme music of from uh, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's it's well worth it. Well worth it. I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's mm. good. Um, I have got a story for something that happened yesterday though. Excellent. Actually First here's an exciting thing. Father's Day. Well there was. Father's Day was easy for me. Yeah. Well like they're away, they're in New South Wales at the moment. Nice. i you're mean, saying that I know he loved the phone call, and I also love giving him a call on. Mm. So happy Father's Day. Uh, they were heading down to one of the jetties to just to grab some fish and chips and kick back and watch the world go by. Nice. Which I thought was a pretty cool way to have lunch. Because they're doing their, their yearly migration. They do the, the vigil, <laughs> yes. where they just take off, it's like try and find themselves. Going to Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going to Bernie Man, you know. Going to Bernie Man. You're going to find yourself, you're trying to get that inner spirit, bring it out and find out who you really are imagine, deep down to the core. Imagine this, right? Ivan and Merle.
0: Set this up every single fucking year. Yep. And they actually don't go on their grey nomad tour of the northern warmth. They're fucking going to Burning
1: Man in the well, States. You know, they bloody could be because- Painting someone, themselves up, they don't send any photos. naked. Mum doesn't throw any shit on social media. No photos. <laughs> oh, true. They could be anywhere. Yep.
0: I'll try to drop some acid.
1: <laughs> they could actually be at Burning Man right now. Fuck, that'd be awesome. Imagine Dad just kicking back on freaking speed. And, <laughs> wow. But he'd be you... seeing, you know, all these tomatoes He'd everywhere. be growing <laughs> stuff for oh, everyone. Oh, he would be growing stuff. Right, that... he probably grows stuff for the Burning Man. Ivan's buds. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan's buds. Ivan's buds. That'd be awesome. <laughs> and then
0: at, at some point in time, you know, your parents pass and it's all very, very sad and and for whatever reason, you, you, you're going through social media or something pops up and you see that there's the Burning Man is acknowledging, you know, matriarchs and patriarchs of the Burning Man and have been there for 20, 30 years, you know, people who have really been the core and the foundation and they've put up like statues of Merle and Ivan. It's <laughs> 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 brilliant. And then you've got Ivan's Bud Corner, and that's actually named for the rest of the Burning
1: Man. You, um, here's the thing like, uh, you've got Ivan and Merle. Yeah, my lovely parents. They are just. Genius. I'm so glad they don't listen to this because we <laughs> pay pissing them occasionally. And you do do a wonderful version of my mum. that <laughs> doesn't actually sound, doesn't like sound like her. Anything, but like I know her. exactly who you're trying to be. <laughs> um, back in like the in the Knights of the Round Table and so forth. Mm. Was there an Ivan? Ivan the Terrible. I'm just thinking because it'd be funny if there was an Ivan and Merlin, <laughs> uh. and that's what they're known as a Burning oh. Man. They dress up all wizardry,
0: and he's yeah. a knight, and she's a wizard. Oh, it'd be huge. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah,
1: off their fucking heads,
0: <laughs> dealing dealing pure, uncut, organic. No, because Burning Man be also organic. attracts also attracts you know the lentil
1: munching, tree hugging, hairy armpit brigaders. I tell you what, if you are not smoking something with some kale in it, yeah. you don't belong. Ivan's oh, kale cut. Ivan's <laughs> <laughs> kale cut. cut, and you know,
0: <laughs> and you are wow. throwing a free Brussels sprout bomb with it. <laughs> That's what he does. He sells fruit and veg. But it's all, you know, something a bit extra special to it, <laughs> extra THC to it. <laughs> Jeez, that would be hilarious. Oh, I hope you're having a great time.
1: So do I. I'm a bit jealous now. Yeah, toast jelly. But uh, so a few things happened on the weekend. Mm. Uh, number one. Yes, numero uno. I bought a new washing machine. Fuck off. And here's the point where I've discovered you're something so about myself. Up. Yes. I bought this washing machine. It was delivered Friday. Uh, went for a few beers Friday night, so I didn't get to set it up till Saturday. Oh, I thought you went for a few beers and then bought a washing machine. No. <laughs> no, you're, no. you're in the shop going, <laughs> "I'm a washing machine. I get all the clothes yeah. clean." And I haven't done it like, um, you, you know, don't know that like, you know? No, I haven't done like Christmas, where um, you know you buy the trampoline, you put it up that night, drunk. <laughs> so I waited till the next day. Clever. But I realised while setting it up and. Getting it together and turning it on and seeing all the bippy things and the lights and the you know the digits and all that kind of Hang stuff. Hang on, setting it up, is plugging in two taps and power. No, because it's a front load. You got to undo bolts out of the back and oh, loosen, loosen shit, the drum. Oh shit, Well, they do that so when it's transported, the drum's secure. Of course, if you do not take the bolts out before you actually turn it on, oh shit, It'll son. vibrate the whole house away. Okay. Apparently, you'll hear it from here to Devonport. Okay. Um, Devonport, what the are Bernie we about, men. we're what thirty k away. Yep. Yeah. So. You don't do that. Okay, so good So we'll to know. set it all up. But I'm here and I'm thinking, what I like this first? new washing machine. Mm. I'm excited about this new washing machine. Yes. I need to rethink my life choices. <laughs> 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 like you know you're a certain age. Yes. When you get an appliance that washes your clothes and yes. you go, oh, fuck, that's cool. <laughs> and you know
0: what makes you even older?
1: <laughs> Tell me.
0: We've now entered spring. So spring has sprung here in, in Tassie. And you go, you look outside and you go, ooh, it's a good clothes drying day. <laughs> mm. A little bit sunny, a little bit windy, but no rain. Yeah, it was oh, pretty good. Which when, is... when you judge the weather by how good it's going to dry your clothes. <laughs> yeah, it's a sad day. Old.
1: Uh, which brought me to my second thing, mm. wash the Panther. Oh, in so, the washing so machine? So the Panther, for those who don't listen, no, uh, <laughs> Master CX-5, it is black of for the river Hence the my called the panther Gave mm. it a good wash mm. It had been the beige panther for quite a few weeks Right, okay And it sounded like the black panther again So the panther gave me some love I sat in the car I drove it down to get some fish and chips for lunch Yes I'm in the car and the panther said I love you man Oh nice Yeah, it was really good Bit of auto-erotic was. <laughs> you know? So that was Sunday Yeah But then Sunday Right This is where I'm getting to Sunday I thought i will go down town Need a few groceries mm. Go to Coles Kmart's sure. in there It's, it's right nearby Mm. And, um <laughs> sorry, just, you did the same thing as me, didn't you? Yes. Brad Von Rock, that's been mentioned a few times in our podcast. Yes. They're sending messages on Facebook, but we can't, aren't looking at it. But when someone says serious shit coming your way, well, Brad, what are you doing? Do you know what it is? Tell me. I. How Br- do you know? It?
0: Because I've had a conversation with my brother-in-law. Okay. For those roadies who are playing at home, uh, Sir Bradley Von Rock, who happens to be my brother-in-law, um, he's the one who's responsible for quickly smashing together oh, yes. the five things that yeah, shit me thing. Yeah, which theme. is a great theme. We both love it. He absolutely hates it. He <laughs> thinks it is just the most <laughs> horrendous thing and has often said, look, let me redo it, let me redo it. I and think I'm it's like, truly fucking, beautiful. No, I'm not going to let you redo it. Mm. You can redo it as much as you want, but I'm not going to put it in the show. Yep. I want it to be dodgy brothers yeah. like the rest of this podcast. It's perfectly dodgy. But what he is going to do for us- as a special, special
1: treat oh. for episode 100. Is he going to bring in some prostitutes?
0: No. <laughs> no. Okay, right. so so I, my mind went a different direction. I'm going to give the roadies a bit of a spoiler. A bit you didn't of a get taste, any there, Brad. Just saying. Yeah, a bit <laughs> of a taste, a bit of a taste of. We're coming up to episode 100. It's screaming down
1: the barrel at us. I can't believe we're getting towards 100 episodes. You and me both. Buddy. We are going to raise the mic. <laughs> <laughs> going to get it. Whoop, whoop. Um, but what I've
0: what I've said is oh, part of our plan for episode 100 is to do quite a few things, and one of those is one of our favourite things that we've done over the last two years. Erotic reading roulette. Yeah,
1: it's only recent, but I will tell you what, it is right up there. I no guarantee
0: you, roadies, if you don't like it, you probably better stop listening to the South Road Boys because you're <laughs> going to get it a bit more frequently. We're probably yeah. going to look at maybe doing it maybe once a month. I just
1: think it's fantastic. It's we, beautiful. We love it. It's just it's emotional. It's mm-hmm. romantic. And what can it's make none it, of those things? <laughs> what,
0: what do you think could make erotic reading roulette better? A soundtrack.
1: A sexy soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. It's Bradley Von Rock. Sir Bradley Von Rock. Putting together A an erotic, song. sexy mix theme song yep. for Erotic Reading Roulette he for future he's episodes.
0: So, yep. Wow. So, roadies, hold on to your pantaloons for that one because shit, I believe, is about to get very That's freaking fantastic. real. Anyway,
1: so Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> you would had a moment. Isn't an unusual for to go off on a tangent? No. Yeah, if you're gone downtown, yep. go to get the, a few groceries. Mm. Kmart's so here. I thought I'd wander in Kmart. Oh. Um, you know, just for the halibut.
0: Mm. Um, so they sell halibut
1: there? I didn't know that. They sell what? Halibut. It's a bit fishy. I don't even know what halibut is. It's a fish. Is it okay? Good. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Random. Um, <laughs> so we go in, and I thought I'll go and see what books and stuff they got round the cheap section. Mm. And I happened the notice, and I've got this here, uh, mm. Jimmy Barnes. Oh, Working class, class Man. Man. Now, um, I actually bought a copy of this book for uh, my previous partner, Jess. Hmm. Um, she's a big Jimmy Barnes fan, so am I. How could you not be? So, I bought a Working Class Boy hmm. and had a nice little inscription in it and Working Class Man, same thing. Perfect. So, when we um, separated, of course, they were her, my presence to her, but I'd borrowed them to read them. Oh, yes. I hadn't read Working Class Man yet. Oh, okay. So, I thought- I was in there. It was only nine bucks. Bargain. I thought, it's a I thought, fantastic, I'll grab that. Great. So I grabbed that. I'm wandering through, go through uh, Coles, get a few groceries. Mm. Um, Coles was fairly busy on a Sunday. A f- so surprise, waiting surprise. At, waiting at the checkout. Mm. Um, and there's a young guy on the checkout. Mm. I reckon he's only probably <laughs> seven, Thirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he's young. And you can see he's obviously not an overly confident kid. Hi. It's his first job, probably. Yeah, good yeah, he's got. Him. He's He's not using a lot of volume in his voice, he's doing the normal thing that you need to do. It's like, you know, hi, how are you? Hi, hi Mr. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, hi, yeah. <laughs> Not that squeaky, but the same amount of confidence. Can I help you at all? And I love to study people. It's just so much fun. <laughs> when you're waiting in queues and lines, just to... Take him what's around you and study the people there. And People do find that weird and slightly off-putting, though, when there's only two of you in the room you're and naked. you're just standing there <laughs> just looking at <laughs> them going, hey. So there's about three or four people in front of me, so I'm just watching and I'm thinking, this dude's not enjoying his day. Like This isn't a fun gig for him. This mm. isn't where he dreamed to be coming out of school. No. This is a few extra bucks so we can probably buy a bit of speed and some ciggies. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. So finally get up to my turn. Yes. Put a few things through. I've done all that. I've, I've taken everything out of the basket. It's on the, the what is it, the conveyor belt? Conveyor belt, yeah. I've moved forward. Um, I had the working class man in the, the basket as well. Mm. So I put the basket down, stacked that away. I've just sat the book on the counter on the other side. Yes. And he's looked over and gone, uh, oh, I bought my dad that and working class boy Father's Day. Oh, good on you. Yeah. I said, yeah, they're actually really good books. He said, Have you read much of it? yet? listen I said, No, and I explained here quickly. Yeah, he went through but, the whole story. <laughs> uh, but um, basically um I bought it for my partner. Yes. We separated a while back, it was her book, hadn't had a cancer read it yet, so I bought my own copy. There you go. And um and this is a kid that wasn't saying boo to anyone, mm. but suddenly there was this little tangible thread of oh, connectivity connection. between the two of us. Yes. And it suddenly opened him up, and straight away I thought, wow, um, this kid isn't actually shy. He just does know how to relate to the people he's talking to. Mm. So that's really cool. There was a bit of common ground. He opened up. Yep. But then he's come up with this line that was just great. <laughs> yes. And this is a kid that wouldn't say boo. He's like, hi, how are you? Yeah, didn't. He said, um. Did your was, grandkids get that for you? you no, know, it's like, <laughs> doesn't it suck when you don't get cussed to your books? <laughs> 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 and I'm
0: thinking, you're a, you're a pretty funny dude. I tell you what, and that's genius because someone of that age even knowing what a book was. <laughs>
1: I just thought that was gold. Yep. And I thought I must remember that because actually I walked away thinking custody of you. Actually, you're a pretty clever kid. Yes. That you, is you're very just clever. not in an environment that you enjoy, so you don't open up. Yes. But he just needed that little spark to go bang. Yep. That's something that I can connect with and he was just off and running, but it cracked me up. Oh, excellent. Yeah, it was, it was actually a pretty funny moment. You know
0: what? Whoever you are, if you are a Ruddy, and I'm sure you are. Oh, no doubt. For that comment only, you can have a free ticket to the Bernie Man. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't go overboard now. Only one. Not like not bring a partner. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. Just one. Look, you'll find someone there. There's going to be of, oh. heaps of uh, like-minded souls. Yeah. Mm. All All naked. Riddling around, wearing writhing nothing, around. Yeah, wearing nothing but a cock ring. Mm. <laughs> and the hopes <laughs> and dreams of a nation. And <laughs> maybe a feather behind the ear, I don't know. Oh, I don't okay. even know what you do at these events, we haven't had one yet. It'll be big. Oh, it'll be <laughs> It'll be <laughs> mm, Not really synonymous with big though, is it? Oh, It's got a big woodchip pot. It bloody oath it Sorry, it did, did, till we burn it down. Yeah. What's been going on with you, mate? Uh, not a lot.
0: Had Father's Day yesterday. Yes. Was completely spoilt by my children. Oh, I really was. Um, and my wife. Now I'm a sentimental fool. As everyone will probably. You know. are a softie. Well, I am. we both are. Um, and so the kids secured for me a one dollar coin each. One dollar coin? You say that doesn't seem like anything <laughs> sentimental. Yep. It was a one dollar coin that was uncirculated, so not proof, just uncirculated. From the year that they were born. Ah, uh, oh, getting the feels, getting the feels, and I will read to you the two. I got two cards or two things from my children, okay. and I'll read them out because you know I can. Um, here's a picture. You can see this. Well, it's a picture of a man. That's pretty cool. That my son Jake has tried to make a likeness of me. Mm-hmm. Put the ginger on there. A pair of glasses. <laughs> Yep. wearing pants, but that doesn't happen very often, and certainly not a show. I'm glad he
1: got some kind of pants on in the picture. Exactly, yep.
0: and by the way, best dad. So fucking, I won that award. Well for done, you good job. Thank you very much. Uh, it's got pre-written statements, and yep. then the kids finish the rest. So my his name is, and he's written Joe. His my favorite memory of dad is when I went fishing and we didn't catch a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's his favourite memory. It's not always about what you catch. It's the time. Exactly. Uh, This is what he always says. Hey, bud. (laughs) Apparently, I say that a lot. Um, Not, obviously, working with Ivan. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) bud. Different bud. Exactly. Here is his favourite thing to eat. What do
1: you think... Oh, tell me it's a Brussels sprout. No. (laughs) What do you think that is? Is it maybe a taco? Fucking bang. Jake is like a Picasso
0: that you've picked that up. Taco. I it
1: doesn't look anything tacos. like a taco, really. I don't know how I picked that.
0: Well, you did. I did. Because of the artistic merit of my son. It
1: could have also been a bird. But it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It was a taco. No.
0: My dad's pockets are full of key rings, apparently. Key and rings? S- okay. Yes. So he made for me, if I can grab it out of my pocket. because I Make always- sure
1: that's what you're grabbing. Thank you very much.
0: My brand new key ring. Nice. Three balls on a bit of red leather, Yep. which you can also find at 30
1: Man. It's weird to be able to reach in your pocket and find three balls.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And a piece of leather. Uh Um, Now, what else do we have? Uh, My dad is 45 years old, fucking making me older than what I already am, but that's Mm -hmm. all right. I love you anyway, buddy. Um, He is good at hugging me and Ella. When he comes from work, he gives me kisses. This makes my dad laugh. So we play a game, Jake and I, He's really loud. Like, he's fucking small, but he is so loud. So we play this game where you have to speak quietly. Okay. So quietly, the listeners probably can't even hear us. And the quieter that you speak, you've got to speak inside their ear. (laughs) And for whatever reason, whenever he does it, it just goes like this. (laughs) And it makes me laugh every time. So that was it from my uh, my darling boy, and then I got this, which is a picture from my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's flipped on you. Yeah, it has, but anyway. I've got it there. Yep. Uh, so it's me and my daughter underneath a rainbow, and this is what fuck, this had me in tears, as it does. <laughs> Dear Dad, I uh, happy Father's Day. I love you very much. You are my favorite dad in the world, only one, and I love how every day you make me laugh. You give me enthusiasm that nobody else could, and I still love you even when you make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that happens often. Yeah, it does. Uh, to Diddy from Button, because that's, that's our nicknames for each other. I am Diddy, because she couldn't say Daddy. Oh, you two are so fucking oh, huge. Oh, I know. But um, Just stop it. Just stop it. So that was my day yesterday, Father's Day. And it was, it was fun. Good. It was fun. But apart from that, not much else has been going on in my world. Mind you, the wife left me. On Thursday, okay. went for a girls' weekend down in yep. Hobart. Ooh. So it was me and the kids. How healthy do you reckon we ate? <laughs> oh. how, how many meals do you reckon I prepared? I was there any red grasshopper pizza involved? No, there was oh. not. Okay. there was not. We uh, we had to have um, someone look after the kids for a little while after school before I got mm-hmm. home from work. Mm-hmm. So the first night was fish and chips. Nice. Uh, it's second, a great meal choice. Second night, pub meal. <laughs>
1: Nice whereabouts,
0: Latrobe, Mackey's. Yeah, good, 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 yeah, good. Palmer. Yeah. By the way, mm. um, and the third night we ended up going for burgers. burgers. Whereabouts, and oh, King of Queens. Yep.
1: okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Enjoy. Should cook anything.
0: Uh, lunch. Okay, right. Lunch sandwiches. <laughs> and when I say cook, it was more like an antipasta sort of plate of you know chips and dips yep. and. You know, celery and carrots and you know, fruit and veg. We had all that, but
1: just I didn't actually end up cooking anything. <laughs> uh, does your lovely wife know this? She does now. Ha- well, actually, she, well, she probably doesn't, won't. Listen, to podcasts, she doesn't so. listen to the podcast. She doesn't listen to the podcast. No, she knows because
0: whilst I love my children, they are rats. They will <laughs> absolutely blab, even though I tell them every time: snitches get stitches. <laughs> oh well, what are you going to do? It's not like it's serious stuff. It, it's not. It's mm. not. Now, did you know... Yes. ...that in 18... Oh, this is a... ...19... This is a day. Oh, no. In 1819... I'm, I'm getting another wine. You're going to talk about a day. <laughs> no, in 1819 was when... Like, Australia, 1788 was when we discovered. But in 1819, the first Canadian guy, Jacques... Jacques... Jacques Flo, Flody so, he came out and introduced the first bison to
1: Australia. Uh, did the bison attack anyone? No. So, it wasn't the first shark attack in Australian history? No. Okay, right. <laughs> no. Um, and since then, <laughs> Australia has had a very small but native bison population. You know that the best thing about that? In- like, we talk about... Um, like the rainbow population these days with our community. What, is it? what are all the letters, jokes? Do you remember them?
0: L-B-G-T-I-Q-P-plus.
1: Yeah. What year did that happen? 17, well, eighteen, nineteen. 19. Yeah, so we, we think that all these things have only happened recently, like um, that people have, you know, become gay and mm. made a decision to be gay. Mm. Back in that era, mm. there was already a bi son. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and was fully accepted <laughs> in the country, and it's been accepted ever since. Do you know what- and that's wonderful.
0: Do you know? you know what makes me laugh about that even more? Tell me. Today's oh, fun no. holiday... Don't tell me ...is Bicentelli Day. Bicentelli Day? Bicentelli Day. It is a made-up holiday on September 16 that celebrates the 200th anniversary of any imaginary character of your choosing.
1: What the fuck is a
0: Bisonelli? Because it's bison, instead yeah. of bicentenary. Bicentellery.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> and they've got a day for it. Wow.
0: How to celebrate... If you needed an excuse for a celebration today, make up a character or a happy event.
1: Like Bernie Man.
0: Like Bernie Man to celebrate a bicentennial on this day. I tried. I failed. It wasn't great. But anyway, (laughs) that was what it was. Mind you, I can tell you, truly, uh, September 6th, uh, 1819, Thomas uh, Blanchard
1: patents the lathe. The lathe. The lathe. You kind of forget that people invent basic things that we have in everyday Mm. life. Which reminds me of a
0: a gag I heard. Um, If I was a carpenter and you were a lady, would you marry me anyway so I could lathe your baby? (laughs) (laughs) Take everything
1: else, does? Yes.
0: Yes. Um, (laughs) And in September uh, 17, 1819 was the first whaling ship to arrive in Hawaii. Not a fan of that one. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. That was um that was it there. There you go. Hmm.
1: Now, special.
0: Very special. Question for you. Do you find if you were if you were like you're a renter, but you're a man about the town. Yep. If you were to see a property in a desired location mm-hmm. for thirteen thousand dollars, and you thought you were on a bargain
1: because you are going to pick up this awesome house. A bit like um, our conversation about Snowtown a while back. A bit like Snowtown. Mm.
0: Do you think that would be real? Or do you think that, oh, there might be something to
1: it I might need to investigate a bit further? I would assume if it's only $13,000, mm-hmm. there might be a catch. There was. And a Florida man has gotten very upset. Oh, a lot of weird shit happens in Florida. After spending $13,000...
0: Um, or US 9,100, because what he bought was a 30-centimetre-wide, 30-metre-long strip of grass between two villas. He thought he was buying the villa. Of course he did. And now he's upset (laughs) because he bought something sight unseen, thinking he was getting a shifty bargain. (laughs) Basically, it's-
1: Why would there not be red
0: flags everywhere? Correct. Correct. Why do you think that you're the only person who's going to pick up on this? (laughs) So that brings a question to me. Yep. If you could spend $13,000 on any 30 centimetre by 30 metre strip of property, what would it be?
1: If I could spend 13 grand. Yep. Yep. It's going to cost you 13 grand. On any 30 metre by how wide? 30 centimetres by 30 30 30 metre. By 30 metre. Yep. Righto. Um, it would be. Mm. Can I go back in time slightly? Yep. You can go back any time, any place, go, any, yep. any galaxy. It would be uh, at Hugh Hefner's ranch or oh. his mansion. Yes. Um, near the pool. Mm. <laughs> the <laughs> grotto. That I could just shuffle back and forth and enjoy the view. <laughs> the grotto. Mm. There you go. That's interesting. Like a little bit of a. Maybe even not. I mean, the, the 30 minutes doesn't have to be straight. Maybe can no. be a little bit of a bow. Yes. And so you just kind of cruise around and just yep. get the angles. i tell you what, that'd be fun. I,
0: I get what you're saying. Yeah. I thought I was a bit more commercial in my thought. Okay, right. I was thinking if you could curb the line, so instead of it being 30 metres straight, it'd be 30 metres curved, Yeah. A, re- a circumference around either across the entranceway to the Taj Mahal <laughs> or across the entrances to, I
1: don't know, the Eiffel Tower. And so if you wanted oh, to go to that attraction- a, You see, you're thinking of being an arsehole. Well, no, if you want to oh, go I was there, just looking after me. I wasn't trying to screw everyone else. Well, there was a couple I of people you were, were trying to screw. <laughs> <laughs> and so to, to, to go
0: through my airspace or my property, do not cost you a dollar. That's,
1: That's smart. It's shifty. Yeah, it is. It's smart. It's but shifty. after hearing
0: yours, it sounds like more fun. <laughs> I think your problem is with yours, though, is you have to get to yours on private property. True. Whereas mine's based in public property, and I'm just creating a barrier between that (laughs) and the private property. Actually, you know what? Fuck that shit. I'm taking the entrance to Disneyland.
1: Holy shit, (laughs) Joe. That is Disneyland.
0: That's harsh. I am making bank
1: out of that. That is harsh.
0: Happiest place on earth. In thirty centimeters,
1: <laughs> that's going to be a lot. Imagine the numbers that will go through that place. I mean, what if we, I'm just going? To You're, go going to up, 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 you? You're going
0: to look it up, aren't you? going to see daily. how many people visit Disneyland. Disneyland. Are we talking Disneyland or Disney World visitors? Oh, Disneyland. Disneyland's uh, what we Anaheim, know. California. How many people go through there every day?
1: Uh, I won't discuss daily attendance numbers, but experts estimate that it draws an average of forty-four thousand people a day. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm with you. Fuck you, heaven is <laughs> What are you just so, nothing. So, he can on. have his blondes and his bloody Baywatch babes. So let's just We've got Disneyland f- bitch. Let's just do conservative numbers. Right. Um, let's just
0: do conservative numbers here. Fucking What are we doing? What are we doing? Well, Been
1: conservative doesn't happen often on this show. It doesn't happen very often. <gasps> I've called it a show again. I did that Fuck last week. I know. You've given the jinx to it. So yeah. let's call it 40,000. <laughs> I think once we hit 100 episodes We can call it a show.
0: I reckon 40,000 times 360. Because, you know, there's going to be five days where they might be shut
1: for maintenance or whatever. Yeah, that's fair. No, no. There is no way known that Disneyland would shut any day. Christmas Day? No. Surely not.
0: Okay. You're telling
1: me in America you wouldn't take your family to Disneyland for Christmas? Of course you would. Oh, true. Okay, 365. do it 365. Don't rip yourself off. $14,600,000 Fourteen million six
0: hundred thousand dollars a year. Forty thousand people times three sixty five times one dollar. All I'm asking for is a buck. I thought it'd only be more than that.
1: Fourteen you can, million people. You, you, Karen, you, you've got your right numbers there. Four zero
0: zero zero zero.
1: Right there. You go.
0: There you go. That's, that's the not, numbers. That's not
1: bad though. It's a good profit. Fourteen and a half for million dollars for a tiny dollars, little patch of grass. You're making your money back pretty quick, aren't you? <laughs> Day one, you're in profit. Yeah, look, you're a thinker. I'll give you that. I reckon
0: though, those good people at Disney probably would build an alternate, another chunks. route,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> or a bridge. <laughs> uh, like a bridge I can just over. See you're there. Jones. You're taking your money, and everyone starts like depleting the area. Like, wait, where's the mouse going? Where's, where's, where's that duck going? Where's the what's mouse? going? Where, where are you taking the shit, dude? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Scrooge now. He's the guy who looks after all the money. (laughs) Scrooge (laughs) McMather. Now, as
0: we are drawing close to yet another episode of the South Road Boys, um, we will encourage all of the roadies to get on board with uh, episode 100. Oh, yeah. It is going to be big. It is going to be huge. So if there is anything that you have loved from the South Road Boys, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, South Road Boys. Or southroadboys.com. Sounds good. Happy to hear from you. But before we go, one of my favourite parts of my week, without a doubt, is hearing from Thoughtful
1: One. He's a bit different this week. Really? Yeah, he's he's not actually uh, answering a question. Oh, shit. He's paying respect. Oh, nice. Still play the music, though. This week, welcome to thoughtfulness of Thoughtful Troy. This week I will not be answering a question, but will instead be giving thanks to the life of a dear and trusted friend. Cindy King, who drowned in Bali over the weekend, (laughs) (laughs) was well loved. Cindy King, or as her family and friends know her, Sinking, (laughs) was not a good swimmer. Cindy loved her family, and to honour her beautiful memory of them, I will be with love. Doing a quick shout-out to that beautiful group of people, the King family. Her parents, Marking, loves football. Parking is a fantastic driver. Her brothers, Ray King, have a wonderful business in yard maintenance. Leaking, <laughs> He's a glass half full kind of guy. Thinking is a really deep thinker in the family, and her sisters, making, loves creating items, and Anna King, a Star Wars fan. <laughs> Cindy, may you rest in peace. Thank you and bless.
0: And I'd also like to put a very special shout out as well to her uncle Wayne. <laughs> Your loss is deeply felt here by the South Road Boys.
1: And I'm, dun, there. Dun, dun, dun. I'm Joe. <laughs> I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. Getting closer to a hundred, we certainly are. Oh. Closer to a hundred, we are. <laughs>